together growing in faith, changing communities. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. My dear brothers and sisters, today I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of Luke chapter 10, verses 25 to 37. At that time, behold, a lawyer stood up to put Jesus to the test, saying, Master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? He said to him, What is written in the law? What do you read there? And he answered, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, with all your strength and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. And he said to him, You have answered correctly. Do this and you will live. But he, desiring to justify himself, he said to Jesus, Who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he fell among robbers who stripped him and beat him and departed, leaving him half dead. Now by chance a priest was going down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. And so likewise Levite, when he came to that place, he saw him pass by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he journeyed, came to where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion and went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. When he set him on his own beast and brought him to an inn and took care of him, and the next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper, saying, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, I will repay you when I come back. Which of these three do you think proved neighbor to the man who fell among the robbers? He answered, The one who showed mercy on him. And Jesus said to him, Go and do likewise. It is a beautiful gospel. It's a beautiful reading. The first thing that speaks up to me, the lawyer standing up to Jesus and asking him, not really because he, he wants to know the truth, but he wants to trick him. He wants to test him. And I think at times we, we lack that discerning spirit. We are too quick to answer. We are too quick to give a response. But we don't fully understand why are they asking the question. Do they ask the question because they want the truth? Because they want to know? Or they want to prove a certain agenda? And so sometimes we need the intelligence, the discerning heart to find out what's going on in here. What are you revealing to us, 
Lord, what do you want us to know? It is crucial to have that discernment of spirit so that we don't end up fighting battles that were meant to be left alone, answering questions that were meant to be ignored, honoring invitations that were meant for our downfall. Discernment of spirit. The second point for me is the actual question. What must I do? What needs to be done in order for me to inherit eternal life? And for me, it's it's a question that is important. And Jesus says, what is written in the law? You are a lawyer. You are a scholar of the law. You are a a master of the law. What have you read? What are you reading in the law? And the man quotes Deuteronomy chapter 6. You must love the Lord your God with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your heart, with all your strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. He's clear in the law. There is no duplicity in the law. There is no confusion in the law. I'm called to love. And Jesus says, you've answered correctly. So what must I do in order to get to heaven? What must I do in order to meet Jesus? What must I do in order to inherit eternal life? Love. That's it. Just love. Love God. Completely. Without any reservation, just love. Everything of me must love God. And love is kind. Love is gentle. It forgives all. Accepts all. Desires nothing. Selfishly. I'm called to love. And if I can love, and then I can be a child of God. And Jesus listens and he says, you've done well. Then he says, but who is my neighbor? And Jesus tells the story. It's a story that we know so well. Of a man who fell into the robbers. Of a man who was so unfortunate that they left him thought he was dead. And sometimes we go through experiences and we think that's the end of me. We go through struggles And we think that's the end of me. We fight temptations. And we think that's an end of me. There are people who leave us. And we think I will never be able to bounce back. We lose our jobs and we are retrenched. 
we say to ourselves, that's the end. Marriages break down and divorces either rise and we think that's the end of us. We lose our children, our spouses and those whom we love and we ask ourselves, how will I ever get up on my feet? My mother, my father, they were everything for me. We lose our children, stillborn, miscarriages, Violence takes over, becomes the order of the day, and we think that's the end of us. We think that's the end. This man, they left him half dead. They thought they'd finished. And those who came along should have helped, could have helped, but they chose not to. And many things could have led them to those decisions. Fear. Insecurities. Spiritual thinking. How many of us have allowed fear to prevent us from doing that which is godly? How many of us have allowed fear to control our lives? May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect us, to bless us, to guide us, but above all, to lead us to God, to the truth, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh my God. I offer up to you all my thoughts, words, actions, joys and hopes, griefs and anxieties of this day. I ask you to grant me the grace to love and serve you and all those you send my way today. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. May Almighty God bless and protect you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.